0: What's going on, guys? I'm Codis with the YOLT Podcast. I'm here with my co-star, Jared. What up, what up? How you doing, man? I'm doing
1: fantastic. I'm, in, I'm looking That's forward
0: to it. good to, to hear. It. Me
1: too. Yeah, it'll be solid.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So today we're diving deep into Matthew 7. So you want to just dive right into it? Anything Dude, you want to say?
1: No, let's hit it.
0: All right. So we're going to dive into Matthew 7 here. Uh, so Matthew 7, 1 through 2, uh, let me just read that for you real quick. It says, do not judge so that you won't be judged. For you will be judged the same standards with which you judge others, and you will be measured by the same measurement you use. It's so pretty much. I'm assuming that means Judge Day, Judge Judge Day, Judgment Judgment Day.
1: Hey, we can call it Judge Day.
0: Yeah, Judge Day. You know, it's kind of got duty. a ring
1: to it. Exactly, yeah, Judge Day. <laughs> but, dude, I don't know. that kind of that kind of kind of stings a little bit. You yeah, rigidness. I know. It yeah. makes
0: you not want to judge. Like I was reading that last night. I was like, ooh, mm. like judge, and you will be judged, but the same standards, like. I'm gonna be honest. I've been a little judgy at times. Mm-hmm. Oh, you so kind of scares me.
1: Yeah, like you know how many times I call somebody an idiot while I'm driving. You know. Oh,
0: yeah, but like, the I, person probably like accidentally
1: did it or something. Exactly. Like, I
0: e- trust me. I do it all the time.
1: And even then, like you think about like the subconscious judging that you do. You know, like yeah, uh, like you don't even know that you're judging, but you're definitely judging. You know. Oh
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like when I'm scrolling through the for you page, I'm just like. I'm judging the first two seconds of the video yes. to see if I'm gonna watch it or not.
1: Yes, it's it's kind right? of tough because, like, we we gauge everything we do in life off of mm-hmm. quick judgments and assumptions. But... Exactly. I mean,
0: that's actually like a business strategy, I think. Like, if you get attractive models, you know, yeah, people are gonna want to look at your product yeah. or whatever. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's hard to say that it's impossible to judge in this world because it's definitely impossible. I feel like to judge to not judge.
1: Yeah, well, I guess that's why. I don't remember the reference, but he says that like it's okay to judge your fellow brethren, like oh those, yeah. like Christians, you know. Yeah. And I, and I say that I guess it's okay to, to judge
0: within the church.
1: Exactly, you know, just to help each other along and help improve yeah. ourselves. But yeah, well, I, iron
0: sharpens interesting.
1: iron. Interesting, that's right. Dude, that's I tried to
0: make uh, a TikTok on that last night. Yeah, I tried like six times. I just couldn't do it. So I just like I don't think I did it. Like I feel I, like was,
1: I, I saw it somewhere. I feel yeah, like yeah, I
0: did, but. Dude, I, it was, like, the hardest thing ever because I couldn't get the message I wanted out. Like, it was so tough.
1: Yeah, it happens, bro.
0: All right, so moving on. We're going to Matthew 7, 3. It says, why do you look at a splinter in your brother's eye but do not notice the beam of wood in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let's look at the splinter – let's or, sorry, let's take the splinter out of your eye and look at the beam of wood out in your own eye? So pretty much it's talking about being a hypocrite and
1: stuff, you know? Yeah.
0: It kind of goes along with the first one. It's like, don't judge, Mm -hmm. or you're going to be judged.
1: Yeah. And And, and then... You go. You go. Okay. Like, I... Like, I Yeah. Speaking in tongues already. Um, (laughs) It's like, you know, I'm trying to get this thought out. You know, I can't judge somebody else when I have my own Mm -hmm. issues I got to deal with, you know? Yeah. I guess that's what it's kind of saying here. Another,
0: I guess, uh, example you can do is like, say, you know, someone that cusses a lot. And mm-hmm. then they walk over to someone and says, hey, stop cussing all the time, man. Like, that's kind of hip, like, hip, what's the word? Hip, mm, hip, hypocrisy? Hip,
1: hypocritical, maybe?
0: Hipper, yeah, hypocritical. Yeah. Word, you know.
1: <laughs> and, I <mean.
0: laughs> and I was reading, so I got to seven six, and I want to ask you about this because I looked mm-hmm. it up and I just, I couldn't understand this. It says, don't give what is holy to dogs or toss your pearls before pigs. Or they will trample under your feet, under their feet, churn and tear you into pieces. What does that mean?
1: What was the, the verse reference for that? Uh,
0: Matthew 7, 6. I, yeah. I, I read it like five times. I couldn't understand it. I even prayed. I just don't get it.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So I actually struggled with this one at first too. And it took me like like you, it took me a good minute to understand. Because it seems kind of like out of place almost. Yeah, it um, just
0: doesn't because we're talking about not just like not you know, hypocrite exactly. and stuff, And then it just says, don't give pigs pearls.
1: Yeah. Um, so I think what he's talking about, like, don't throw your pearls to pigs and uh, stuff like that. I think it's kind of describing the previous part of the verse where it says, don't waste what is holy on people who are unholy. Um, what, what I kind of get out of it, maybe it's not exactly what the, the author Matthew is trying to get. Um, but I think he's saying, like, don't waste your holy words, like don't throw scripture at people. Who are okay. unholy? So like, like, like we we're or, saying before, we can people judge people. Like, don't want it. Exactly. So like, we can judge people within the church. Mm-hmm. So we can talk scripture amongst people okay. within the church. That makes but, a lot more sense. Yeah. So let's not throw scripture at people. I mean, you think about yeah. it. Like, you throw scripture out. At, I'm just going to, you know, be bold here and say, throw scripture out at LGBTQ plus, and you get. You should have been right on my back.
0: TikTok live last night. Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> oh really? That was terrible. Piper even stopped by. Like, you can ask him. And oh,
1: dude. No. Yeah. It I, was, intense. I mean, I was
0: It was just like 60 people were in there and they were just bashing on me, dude. I was just reading my Bible and they were that. just bashing on me. But oh, I love that. I'm going to be honest, man. I had some calm and peace and it was awesome. Like I was just like God gave me peace. I didn't think I was going to be able to be peaceful on that, but he just yeah. made me peaceful. and It was awesome.
1: So were you just reading the Bible or did you? Yeah, have, like, I was just
0: reading the Matthew thing. And that's then someone awesome. asked me what I said about LGBTQ and you saw that TikTok video. is was basically mm-hmm. like, love the sinner, hate the sin. And then that's when it just started going crazy. Of so course. They were just like, Hey, that's wrong. You can't
1: do that. Yeah. You know, I think they hear that so often now because I feel like everybody says that, which rightfully so. Yeah. I, I feel like they're inclined to of course respond indifferently or rather mm-hmm. inclined to respond negatively. Um, but now it's just like they hear it so much that it's like, you're probably annoying to (laughs) him i mean hey
0: yeah fight fire with fire okay yeah
1: okay okay (laughs) i like that so
0: now this is where it gets interesting so Mm -hmm. matthew 7 7 all the way through 12 so it's my bible has chapter names i guess or Mm -hmm. whatever you want it says ask search and knock. so all right so seven through eight talks about prayer first off so let me see what my notes say Oh, yeah, you can see that it says, ask and it will be given to you. So ask and it will be given to you. Mm -hmm. And so I saw a little definition online, or I guess example, and there's three answers to people asking. And the best example I saw was a cookie example. So if you Mm -hmm. ask for your parents for a cookie, they're going to say, yes, bring it, bring it, I'll bring it to your plate. Or no, they're going to spoil your dinner. Or not right now, finish your dinner and your homework, and then you can have three, Mm. but no more.
1: So yes, no, and later.
0: Yes. And I think, I mean, that really represents how God does answer prayers. It's yes, no, or later. You know, that's, I, that's so I just true, love though. that.
1: Yeah. It, that simplifies his His will kind of. If, if like if you struggle to understand, you know, his will for your life, you know. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. Okay.
0: Yeah. The cookie example. That's what uh-huh. we're going to
1: call it. Okay. The cookie example. I like that. Keep going.
0: Okay. And then, so it says, Jesus shows us, shows this type of, ex-, let me restart. Jesus so, shows this type of prayer in 9 through 11. It says, if your son asks for bread, will you give him a stone? So let me ask you. If you, had a, you don't have a son, but if your son asked for bread, would you give him a stone? Nah. Exactly. So I think what that's talking about is God's not going to give you the complete opposite of what you want. He's going to give it on his time. You know, like mm. it's his will. Let's see.
1: That's my a good notes, point.
0: My notes are all over the place, but, dude.
1: But, but what if it's God's will to give you a rock?
0: Well, then, I mean, that's He'll God saying a... no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yes God's not going to give you something that's not going to help you. Pretty right. much to yeah. sum that up. Like, if you're starving, you ask for bread. You know, a rock's not going to fill you up. God may that's, give that's you a, a crumb. Point. You never know. Like that's I mean, right. If we knew what he knew, why would we need him? I always say that. I exactly don't know if right. That makes sense to anybody, Absolutely. But... So, and then it started talking about how, like, nobody wants to hear no. And this little article I read about it, because I needed help summarizing it, because it's a pretty mm-hmm. mini thing. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear no, pretty much. Sure. But Jesus asks us to ask, even, even though, well, let me restart. Jesus asks us to ask and expect an answer. And in James 2 through 3, it kind of explains that. Let me mm-hmm. flip through it real quick. So it says, you want something, but you don't get it. You do not have it because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive, because you ask with wrong motives, Ooh. that you may spend time on your to get your own pleasures. That's a good
1: one. Yeah. So I. So what James, I guess to kind of summarize my own words here is just saying that look, you're asking because you're asking selfishly, like mm-hmm. like like God. You ask but, it
0: because you want it. You don't need exactly. it. You want it.
1: So I guess a, a modern day prayer of that would be like, God, please let me get this job. Our family could really mm-hmm. use the money, and I, I really enjoy it. You know, I feel like that prayer kind of shows a lack yeah. of trust. Like, you know, like, oh well, we need more money. Oh, you don't trust God enough to provide for you. You know,
0: that's a really good example.
1: So I, I think yeah. So like, yeah, ooh, okay, all right, keep going, man. I like this. Not, <laughs> that was a really okay. good example. Thank you.
0: I like that. All right. So next. only
1: because I figured out myself the hard way. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. We'll get into that another episode.
1: Uh-huh.
0: All right. So, and then 13 through, shoot, what is it? Th- 13 through 14. So, it, I'll just read it. E- even though the, let me restart. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the in the road. I'm messing up here. Let me just restart yeah, that real yeah, quick. Yeah, no All worries. right. So, enter through a narrow the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road is broad. That leads to destruction. And mm. there are many who go through it. How narrow is the gate and how difficult is the road that leads to life and the few find it? So pretty much the best example I heard is the highway to hell and the stairway to heaven. A highway, you just Ooh. coast on the highway. It's easy <laughs> to go on the highway. Facts. But the stairway, you know, after squat day, just imagine you have to, you know, get, a, get a really Legs pond.
1: wobbly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: It's not easy to take the stairway. It's easier to take the highway. Yeah. So pretty much it's easier to go to hell than it is to heaven. Like it says, the road is wide, you know, it's, it's a very easy road to go on, but the stairway mm-hmm. to heaven is very narrow and easy, and it's easy to lose balance, and it's easy to fall off, you know?
1: Oh, that's a good point. I, I want to add, oh, go ahead. No, you keep going, man, you keep going. Okay, uh, earlier you said, you know, ask and receive or seek, mm-hmm. by and knock, and the door will be open. Um, and so that kind of reminded me how of, uh, I guess it's in Revelation, it's in chapter three. Uh, I think it's like somewhere around verse 19 through somewhere around there. But uh, he says like something along the lines of Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Uh,
0: Oh, I forgot to talk about the knock in the search. Oh man, I'm an idiot. You're
1: not an idiot. But go ahead and jump back to it if you want to talk about it.
0: All right, so let me go back to the search. My notes are so all over the place. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. uh, Let me see. It says for anyone who asks, for for any for for anyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. So pretty much. If you're seeking for God, if you're actually trying to find God, you're going to find him pretty much. Yeah. Like God's not trying to hide himself from us. So if you actually want to find God, if you actually want Ooh. to get closer with God and you start reading your Bible, I'm t- I guarantee you right now God is going to show himself to you.
1: Okay. So how do we find God if, if we seek? So how I do mean, we seek God?
0: The easiest way for me is through prayer or in my Bible. Because like when I mm. feel like I haven't felt God's presence and I go to my Bible – or even if I turn on worship music, I will feel God. God will be there. God will be talking mm. to me, obviously not just like voice, but like you know what I mean. Yeah, which
1: which finding God's not only just for the uh, the non Christians, you know, finding God everyone. is it's for everybody. I mean, I, I I mean my my life, you know, I have to find God on a daily basis, you know, because oh yeah, if you don't actively search for him, oh, what's a good analogy? I, I use the gym analogy a good bit, but like if you quit going to the gym, you're gonna lose all your progress, right? Mm-hmm. So like you have to continue to invest yourself in you know and getting seeking god um ooh man okay so but so for an, uh, somebody that's not a christian that somebody gets really bored with reading the bible how do they seek god
0: see when i first started getting the bible i was really bored i didn't mm-hmm. understand it at all but yeah. i think one great thing about our generation is we have social media and we have tiktok for example mm-hmm. if you if you can try to force yourself to get on the tiktok christian algorithm i think it'll help you get a little more motivated, at least for me. Because, like, I see a lot of, like, Christian TikToks or, like, people preaching. I'm like, oh, I kind of want to read about that in my Bible. I kind of look into it. Um, I guess another way is, I don't know. never really. I don't know. Yeah, do I mean, think? There's,
1: I, I think there's a bunch of ways. I mean, I think you're definitely on the right ball. I mean, we talked about how the eyes are the soul or the, the eyes are the entrance to the soul of the mind. Mm. And uh, so I think what you watch is definitely important. So if you watch Christian-related content, I think it's definitely going to help you, you know, uh, find God, I guess, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think, go ahead. I think prayer,
0: though, is the best thing you can do. Like, even if you're not a Community. believer or you're mm-hmm. trying to become a believer, pray. Like,
1: yeah.
0: whatever you, it even says, whatever you do, pray about it. It, yep. it says that, oh, it's somewhere in Matthew. I know it says it somewhere in Matthew, but mm-hmm. prayer, I say it's one of the greatest weapons we have as Christians.
1: So yeah, I think absolutely. pray. I mean, you think about, it like, a wartime strategy. If, mm-hmm. uh, if, if say, two, right, let's say one group of people split up, right? So you've mm-hmm. got now two groups of the same army. If this group, you know, say, loses a bunch of troops in a battle and, like, they find out that, you know, the, uh, the enemy is going to sneak around behind, mm-hmm. well, h- how is this one group supposed to relay information to the other group if there is no line of communication? So prayer is that line of communication between the yes. two groups. Prayer and, is the middleman, exactly the
0: messenger. And
1: exactly. So the importance of prayer is probably um, what we're looking for. Underappreciated, I feel like. Oh um, yeah, because I mean, if you can't have a relationship, if you can't speak with somebody, I feel like at least I can't. Exactly. You know? so, like you
0: can't date someone and then just never talk to them. People, exactly. Like, never exactly. get to know them. Like yeah. that'd just be weird.
1: Yeah, it's never going to work out. No, and, But, uh I mean, I'll get into
0: it later, but this mm-hmm. is definitely a relationship with God. It's not a religion or a cult, as some people want to say. This is a yeah. relationship. And yeah. trust me, I will get on to that soon.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, good deal. Um, I do want to <laughs> just add one thing um, just to the knocking thing. Or have you – Have you? are you finished with no, the No, I
0: was about thing? to get on the knocking. I don't have take much it, for take that. It, so. Take it. So the knocking – I'm going to just read what this article said about it because mm-hmm. I really don't understand the knocking as much. So it says – the third commandment is knock. The door will be open for you. Basically, knocking is confined to closed doors, not open ones. You faced closed doors in your life. Once you sought desperately to open or reopen some of them, you have banged on against, uh, uh, get banged on again and again. But you learn to try other doors and see which one God has opened. So I think that's. I I don't know. I, I'm really confused about that one. I tried to understand it. Is it like talking about how? there's different paths we can take. I don't know. It's yeah. Give me your thing about it. I don't understand it.
1: Reword the question for me.
0: What do you think about the knock?
1: <laughs> it's um, confusing to me. So I was, I was in the same boat and, and so I was kind of like, God, I, I, what do you mean by knock? You know, like how mm-hmm. I can't knock on your, your door. Cause I where's the door. <laughs> I know? wish. So, but then I remembered, um, Revelation chapter three, and I I just flipped to it a second ago, which is why I kind of asked you to restate it because I was paying attention, but I wasn't. Um, So, but it says, "I says quote Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends." Oh
0: yeah,
1: and so, and so, I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, there's two references here to knocking, and Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of
0: other on this website. It gives you like a few other verses about knocking too. Oh, really?
1: That's cool. Yeah. Um, are you looking at one right now or no? Uh,
0: there's like four of them yeah
1: okay um do you want to read one or no
0: uh yeah so i'll read that first one acts fourteen twenty seven. uh on arriving there they gathered the church together they reported that all god has done through them and how he has opened the door of faith to the Gennonites
1: okay so with every one of these references he's talking about opening a door to people mm-hmm. and so obviously that's important right so like with this revelation verse it says uh if you hear my voice and open the door i will come in and so just kind of going along with that, um, he's he's like in the, the verse that you, or the reference that you just read, he, he was opening up the door to, was it the Gennonites Does that sound right? Yeah. Um, so like, you know, he's opening the door to these sinners. He's willing to talk to sinners, you and me, right? So despite our ongoing sin, whatever it may be, Jesus is, you know, opening that door. And so he's, he's I, th- I think with a knock, he's just kind of saying uh, something along the lines of, you know, if you that uh, uh, maybe maybe this doesn't make any sense. And in, in I'm trying so to think the way. Let
0: So pretty much, you're saying like to get to God, Jesus has to open the door for us, and we have to walk through.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a choice to to walk through, and and Jesus is definitely going to be the gatekeeper there. Because
0: mm. um, I mean, what what is it? It's uh, you can't get to the Father except through me.
1: Exactly, exactly. And I was trying to find a way to kind of pair because I didn't write the how uh, the segue of thoughts here but mm-hmm. so despite our ongoing sin jesus disciplines um those who loves and so it's interesting though because you know he's saying ask seek and knock but he gives mm-hmm. you this chance of mercy and grace and salvation because he loves you you know so um sometimes i guess some people might feel like you know you're, you're in a situation where you're like where's god at you know if god is real yeah you know, he wouldn't be doing this to me or God, why would we all have do doubts? Begin? I feel like exactly, but he's doing it because he loves you. You mm-hmm. know, it just, just like a, a father does his child. Like, even though I had about three different thoughts at the same time, but like, even though uh, the father knows that what you're going to do is, is probably wrong. and going to hurt you. He's going to mm-hmm. let you do it so you can learn from your own mistake. Right. Like the terrible so, son. Exactly. Exactly. So, but anyways, keep going. That's all I had to say about that.
0: Anyway, another thing that goes with that is like, uh, shoot, it's when Jesus was washing their feet and everything, and he said, you may not understand why I'm doing this now, but later on it'll all make sense.
1: It's mm, mm-hmm. so, like we don't know
0: why God is doing things now in our life. But, exactly. I, mean, I know it ha- it's happened to me a thousand times, but I'll get later on in life, and I'll look back and I'll be like, okay, that makes sense. I'm kind of glad you did that now. You know?
1: Exactly. They say hindsight's twenty twenty, but sometimes I wish foresight was twenty twenty. you know? <laughs> You're using big
0: words for me, man. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I read that somewhere, so it's not like I know it either. So
0: that's that's a really good quote, though. I kind of <laughs> like that. All right, where was I even? Oh yeah, I was talking about the highway to hell and the stairway to heaven. Mm. Uh, I kind of briefly talked about that, how it's easier to take a highway than stairway, so it's easier to For get sure. to hell than heaven. And then the next one, it this is this is where it gets interesting. So Matthew seven fifteen, it talks about false prophets, and mm. it says that they are wolves in sheep clothing. Mm. And I love that. And it says that you can only and it, uh, number sixteen talks about not number sixteen uh verse sixteen through pretty much twenty uh, it says the only way to actually tell is by their fruits yeah the, I'm guessing that's the fruit of the spirit is what that's talking about
1: well I mean and then I it think it also
0: there's... talks about like there's more to that than but I think yeah half of it is fruit of the spirit
1: oh I completely agree yeah I mean I think there's a reason that uh, I guess fruit is an analogy of sorts or maybe a symbol of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, through the spirit, but then I think it's also a, uh, like an outcome of your work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um,
0: Cause it says a good tree can't produce bad fruit. Neither can a bad tree produce good fruit. Mm-hmm. And you can see like, if you go on TikTok, there's a lot of false preachers. Like it,
1: it's pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> like, and, I, and you can and, tell
0: instantly too.
1: Yeah. I think that kind of just stems from lack of knowledge yeah
0: um, yeah that's a lot of it i feel like
1: and and like i i i don't know it's it's kind of tough because i I've told you before about how i feel about the fa- false prophet situations where like i feel like a lot of people are quick to judge and quick to assume the false prophet. And, like they're quick mm-hmm. to cancel like um, for
0: example stephen mm-hmm. furtick like yep. he he's admitted he used to like kind of not be the best teacher you could say sure. and you know he he used to get a lot of hate, which mm-hmm. back then he did do little things wrong, but he kind of readdressed it not so long ago, and he's like, "Yeah, I realized what I did," and he didn't realize at the time he was doing the wrong thing, the wrong mm-hmm. kind of teaching.
1: That exactly. I mean, and, and people forget to realize, and like Stephen Furtick right now under fire because of this clip that's gone absolutely viral. Um, and I don't know if you've seen it or not, Codis, but I don't I don't want to spread misinformation because I haven't looked too much far into it. But uh, I don't know. I just I think that people forget that pastors are humans too. And so like, oh yeah, just, without a doubt. And so just because they're on a stage and just because they might have a huge following doesn't mean that they're not going to make mistakes. They're like, mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, he's going to make mistakes. Exactly. And so a lot of people, I, I, at least reading the comments for the, uh, the Stephen Furtick stuff. They're like, well, you know, he, he has such a big following. He should be more careful with his words. Mm-hmm. Well, do you stutter sometimes? Like, do you say words that you don't mean to? He's just oh, no, like you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, He's a human. Exactly. And now granted, I've also said before in this podcast that we can't judge their heart. So, and, you know, it could exactly, be that yeah. some of these false prophets are actually intending to lead people astray. And that if mm-hmm. that's the case, then, of course, they will be judged for that. Um, but, I mean, if it's an ooh, accident. We'll
0: get into that the next verse. Ooh, okay.
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, if it's an accident, then, of course, God's the judge of that, too. And so, I mean, who mm-hmm. am I to judge? That's why. That is why. Oh, it says here we the go. Yep. The fruit. It wraps around. Exactly.
0: It also says we can Well, I was talking about the other thing, but you mm-hmm. said you can't judge. And that's the first thing in Matthew 7, do not judge because we'll be we judged the exact same way. Exactly. It's so hard not to judge though sometimes because like um, it's just a it tough true. thing.
1: I, I want to almost say it's because we're human, but I think it's because the sin in humanity. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just the fruit. That's that's why, mm-hmm. I mean, it, we talked about, it, I forget what chapter it was in another uh, episode of the podcast because it mentioned fruit there too. Um, but like you want to know if somebody's, leading you astray for the pastor is leading their flock astray, then look at the, you know, look at their character or uh, their, uh-huh. persona- their personality, you know, their fruits. So uh, do they
0: resemble Jesus at all?
1: Exactly. And then wh- what is the fruits of the spirit? I don't have, it's like um, peace, forbearance, th- kindness, peace,
0: joy, kindness. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. No,
1: I know it's Galatians <laughs> chapter five, um, but it's okay. We'll move on from it. But yeah, yeah, just look at that. And, you know, if they have those characteristics personality traits or whatever they're called, and then, of course, if they have good fruit, so if they have good, you know, apples coming off of an yeah. apple tree, you know, like just look at uh, look at their church. Like, let's look at Stephen Furtick's church. I don't know much about his church, but like, I'm it's huge. sure, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I know it's huge. <laughs> what, is it is it elevation? Is that what they're called? Uh, or is it vertical? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's elevation.
1: Yeah. Okay, um, so I'm sure they have plenty of donations, which. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure they have plenty of disciple making options in the group I'm sure they have plenty of like, oh, yeah. growth track options you know like I'm sure they have good fruit you know so I'm not mm-hmm. gonna be quick to you know to condemn Stephen Furtick even though of course he he might make a couple mistakes but anyways go ahead
0: Um, I had like a billion thoughts and I just lost them all anyway <laughs> I guess I'll just move on then it's Matthew seven twenty one. I love this verse like I don't remember I think it's john or mark or whatever that says it a little better that the Mm -hmm. translation i like but this is i I still love this verse i I could talk about this one all all day but it says not everyone who says to me lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but only the one who does the will of my father in heaven on that day Mm -hmm. many will say to me lord lord didn't we prophesy in your name didn't we drive out demons in your name didn't we do so many miracles in your name and then i Mm -hmm. will announce to them i never knew you depart from me you lawbreakers Man, could you imagine on Judgment Day? You know, you're all excited. You know, like, oh, you know, I I'm saved, and you go up there, and he says, "Depart from me, for I never knew you." Like I think, this, I think,
1: yeah. Like this
0: really needs. This shows <laughs> that we can't just be lukewarm, you know, mm-hmm. and it and it shows that we can't just go to church. We can't just we can't go through the motions. We're we shouldn't be going through the motions.
1: Exactly. It's those who actually do the mm-hmm. will of the Father, you know, and
0: cuz like it says, I mean, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we drive out yeah. demons in your name? And God's going to be like, you never got to know me though, you know? Yeah. You just you, you loved had the knowledge. me, but mm-hmm. you didn't like yes. Like it's like crazy, I said, dude. this is a relationship, not a religion, you know? We got to yeah. we got to actually talk to Jesus. We got to actually, you know, repent even. We got to repent. Like we shouldn't just be living
1: life. Yeah. And and let me ask you this, and I promise I'm not trying to throw it under the bus cuz I don't know that there's a, a perfect answer for this question, okay? Mm-hmm. But it says, only those who actually do the will of the Father. So do you think that we have the choice to do His will? That's mm-hmm. a toughie. You know, so... So, what is the ahead.
0: will in general? Isn't it...
1: Well, I guess the, let's, let's look at the context of the There's a verse. lot of different ways. Sure. I mean, it, it says only those who actually do the will of the Father. So I guess the will of the Father would be what God on has the whole... Played. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess this kind of ties into the, the question of predestination free will, you know, but mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've had this, you know, we've we talked th- a lot about how we have. I'm, I'm going to say yes and no is, to, yeah. to my question. Um, what do you think?
0: I feel like I'm not going to say I know God and I know his intentions at all. Mm-hmm. So this is not yeah, what yeah. I'm saying, but I feel like even if we don't 100 complete, like 100 percent complete God's will. But like before Judgment Day, whatever, you were saved and you actually started to follow the will, I think you would be okay because you gave your full intention to follow the Lord. You know, you you, you intended to do his will, even though later in life, I mean, it took you a while to get to doing his will. You still attempted to do his will. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And I actually, okay, so I had an idea of what I was going to say. Uh, mm-hmm. When before we started this episode, and then God just put something in my in my head that I, I want to share with it. So I'll do we have? Out, <laughs> so do we have the choice to do His will? Well, what's our purpose in life, or what is His will for our lives? And for everybody, we have this this same will, but we all do it different ways. And share it's the work. yes, that that's the Great Commission. But it's it, you know, put in even simpler terms, it's to glorify Him in all that we do. Um, yeah. And I think that's <laughs> I think that's found. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's found in Romans. I'm not sure exactly where. Um, yeah, it is
0: in Romans. Love the God with all your heart. No, that's not Romans. Uh, yeah, I
1: don't know. I don't I have to find it. But anyways, so if that's our purpose, if that's his will for our lives, uh-huh. then we are accomplishing his will by doing that. So we are accomplishing his will by glorifying him in all that we do. And so, granted, of course, he knows that we aren't perfect and that we're going to make mistakes along the way. So he doesn't expect yeah. us to be perfect all the time. Um, but if we're striving to glorify him in everything that we do, that means we're, we're glorifying him when we're in the car, when we're not calling somebody an idiot, when we're glorifying <laughs> him. You know, when we're at work, you know, when we yeah. uh, turn on worship music and, and you know, sing to him while we're at work. You know, basically everything and anything. Scream to, his
0: name, even in your, if, exactly. even if you're in an office, you scream the name. You know, that's right. Get, get your worship
1: <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, when, when it's super quiet, you just go,
0: Jesus! <laughs> God's not dead! He's surely alive! Start yeah. screaming, everyone just that. looking at you over their cubicles. Was
1: it, was it, was it you that, uh, or what? maybe it was somebody else. I, I saw a TikTok. It was, uh, basically, they were in the gym or something, and they were walking by this guy, and he was singing... Uh, oh the overwhelmed that song no that
0: wasn't me but it seemed it like something you. i would do in my gym though
1: <laughs> but this guy was walking by and he like he was thinking like why is he singing that in church and so he's sitting there listening to him singing like oh uh, reckless love i think it's called um yeah. and and then he heard this other guy walk by and he just kind of like scoffed at him or laughed at him and then he heard him say to something somebody else was like why are you why is that guy singing right like that song right now like what mm-hmm. and uh but like The guy that was making the TikTok, I guess it wasn't you, but he was like, that's who I want to be. Somebody that's so confident in myself and so able to glorify God that I can just sing it wherever, you know, sing his praises. But uh, so I I guess I'll go back to what I was planning on saying about do we have the choice to do his will. Uh Um, You know, I think it in regards to predestination and free will, God definitely knows the outcome. Yeah. Which is why. So
0: that's so tough. Like, yeah, yeah, he knows the outcome. But like. Mm-hmm. Then again, we have free will, though, you know. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like,
0: he doesn't want us to go the other way. Like he yeah. really doesn't. But yeah, he gave us free will. I read a whole article. Like after I got done working out, I just sat in my car for like thirty minutes and I read this whole article, pretty much about God and the mm-hmm. thing we're talking about, pretty much. Yeah. And like why he allowed evil and stuff, and it was actually mm-hmm. really good. We'll have to make a video about it
1: sometime. Oh, I'm all for that. Write it down. Write it down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I mean, yeah, he definitely knows the, the outcome, but it's kind of like this, right? So we, he's called the father. Um, yeah. so there's a story, um, it was my brother and my dad, of course. And, and so one day when my brother was a kid, my dad was going to grill out some steaks or something like that. And so, um, he turned the grill on and long story short, my brother, you know, meandered over there, put his hand over the grill. Oh. And, and my dad was like, don't put your hand on the grill. So he, he told him of course not to, but then my brother was like, nah. So he put his hand on the grill. Oh no. Right. So my dad knew what was going to happen. He knew that if my brother put his hand on the grill, mm-hmm. that his hand was going to get burned. But yet he allowed it to happen. He allowed my mm-hmm. brother to make that choice. So that's, that's a
0: good analogy. I really. So like
1: that. my brother had the choice to put his hand on the grill, uh-huh. but but the father knew what was going to happen. So of course the father had a plan for when the hand got burned. And so yeah. likewise for us, the father oh, has a plan for us. Yes, um, but. Anyways, that analogy just came to mind. I wasn't planning on saying that. That
0: is amazing. So. I love that.
1: So That is uh, really cool. Yeah, that's actually a pretty decent analogy.
0: That is a really good analogy. What are you talking about? Decent. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> so, but, yeah. So, anyways, that's why I say yes and no. So, if, do yeah. we have the choice? But keep going.
0: All right. So, Matthew seven twenty four. This is a cool story. Have you read this story? Have you read the? Uh, never mind. That's a dumb question. You probably have. Anyway. The, it's on the <laughs> There's no such thing as a dumb question. Well...
1: No Never mind. Anyway. Keep going.
0: Yeah, okay. So, I'll just read it. So, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them is like a wise man who builds his house on rock. The rain fell and the river rose, so pretty much it got flooded for people that need it, in simpler terms, and the wind blew and pounded <laughs> against the house, yet it didn't collapse because the foundation was on the rock. So, mm. let me sum that up. A dude built his house on this rock, okay? Mm-hmm. And it started raining, it started flooding, and then when the storm came, the house didn't break. So, Mm. the brick house, the three little piggies, the wolf couldn't blow the brick house. The house was built on strong stuff.
1: That's right. And And then, both the pig and the man were considered wise. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so, and then it says, but everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them is like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. So, Mm. the rain fell and the river rose and the wind blew and pounded against the house and it collapsed. It collapsed with a great crash. So, I think at least from what I understood and read from this, is we need to build our life on, the, on God, not on the mm-hmm. Bible, but on God. We need to have a strong foundation. Because yeah. I feel like if we are strong in the word, like I, I've said, I talked about this before in the faith one, but if mm-hmm. we are rooted in God, if we are deep in God's word, nothing can shake us. Like yeah. nothing can tear you apart. Because like last night I was getting hate, man. <laughs> like I was getting Piper level type of hate. Man. And I was just like, you know what? I know where I'm going. Like God's got me. Yeah, and then the sand house is what I called shallow faith. You know, it was it was built. You know, it the the seed was in the ground, but when the, the storm came, were there. Yeah. yeah. But when the storm came, took it all away. It, mm. it was all gone. And you know
1: that that kind of reminds me of the parable of the seed and sower, right? So yeah, um, of that's course. I the, got that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's, well, maybe that's why I had the idea then. Cause yeah. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. But I was, uh, yeah, but yeah. So just like you're talking about with the faith episode, you know. Mm-hmm. The sower cast it out, and there, it didn't really plan itself too well. So, um, yeah, I never – I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm stupid here now, but, uh, but I never really kind of put it that way. So, like, the way I'd always heard this story was like, okay, well, the Word of God is solid foundation. So, you know, if you adhere to the Word, you're solid, you're wise, and if you disregard it, then – or, uh, yeah, if you disregard it, you're a fool and, you know, it's acid and that sort of thing. But uh, I never thought about it in terms of shallow faith. Yeah, you know. I,
0: I'm, I I put remixes on stuff. That's,
1: that's no. That's the best way to learn, though. I mean, not. I mean, I don't think yeah. the remix is like taking away or adding to the Bible by any means. It's just making things in a more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you think about, that's what Jesus did with the parables. You know, he just kind of. That's very re- true. Re- yeah, and so. he
0: basically was like, "All right, you guys figure it out now." And exactly. I feel like I feel like he intentionally did that because I feel like there's. Mo- I'm not going to say there's multiple ways because then people are going to be like, "Oh, so the Bible's mm-hmm. mistranslated then?" But yep. I mean in the end they all kind of mean the same thing.
1: Yeah, like, absolutely. You know. Mhm.
0: So, pretty much that's all Matthew 7.
1: Yeah. Um
0: Any questions, comments, concerns?
1: I know I, so you we read up to the last verse, but I wanted to add cuz there's like a few words in the last verse and it says that the crowds were amazed oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> at at his teachings. Um and and then it adds that he taught with real authority so they were amazed because he taught with real authority Mm -hmm. and so you you think about it like the pharisees these teachers of the law you know these preachers back then um it kind of really singles them out saying that they were teaching without real authority um and so when they saw jesus they knew that he had real authority which granted you you know he has real authority because he was god um but just i don't know the the way i kind of think of somebody that's able, like if somebody has real authority, I imagine a person that's able to command a room, you know, like Like no matter exactly. It's like, no matter what is being said, he can control people in the room, not like in a manipulative way, but like a, a, like you respect me enough to listen to what I have to say kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so these people, these random strangers were like listening to Jesus and they're like, wow. Like the, the words of wisdom coming out of his mouth, but the words of wisdom coming out of this man's mouth, like the, the way he's carrying himself, everything was with authority. Um, So anyways, you know what the, the sad, sad part about that is, though? What's that?
0: Like, yeah, you know, they all thought it was cool, but they're also the ones that said he mm-hmm. should be crucified. Like, how can you turn? that? Like, it just, yeah. like...
1: How quickly we forget.
0: I mean, it's like, I mean, Judas did the exact same thing, but there's a yeah. lot of people, and they were like, oh, you know what, I mean, maybe, maybe he's not, you know. Yeah. I mean, we listened, and we thought it was cool, but, you know, maybe he's, you know.
1: Well, that's what happens when you uh, get out of the Word, you know. It's very you, true. Uh, when did they, they have the,
0: Bibles back then? That they just like. They had the did, old. work? They,
1: yeah, they had the Old Testament law. Um, they didn't they, necessarily. They, have
0: they didn't have the good books then.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we can't say that the Old Testament. Well, yeah, not. that's true. That's that's yeah, not good yeah. for me to say. But no, and I follow what you mean. I don't. I'm going to be completely honest. I rarely get into the Old Testament. Yeah, I, do I get bored new. of it. Like, I, I, I try, too. But it's yeah. just.
0: Yeah. I get so bored of it.
1: Yeah. It's I too like old time
0: yeah <laughs>
1: like the way it's worded and everything like uh-huh. even with the the different translations but it's like a
0: king james i don't want to read a king kind james. of
1: it's <laughs> it's it's king james like wording but with a new living translation or a new american standard twist you know yeah it's kind of it's kind of weird but um but yeah i mean it's just like what was i saying i don't um, know but anyways it's all either. good um Oh, that's right. You know, because they they weren't following Jesus for the the three years that he was preaching. So, oh yeah. Um, yeah. So since they they quit following him after you know a few cities over, probably most of them, mm-hmm. they uh, you know, just like I said, they when you don't get in the Word, you just kind of it's forget it's forgetful it. too.
0: Like yeah. I have had a week where I wasn't in the Word, and I just like. And then the thing is, it's so harder. It's harder. It's so hard to get back into it once you just take a yes. break. Yes, yes,
1: like is. It,
0: it sucks. It is like yeah. starting a diesel.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, it, it's so tough. And and you know of course that's just Satan working on you and trying to keep uh-huh. you from doing what he you know doesn't want you to do. He's
0: but. a pain in the butt, I'll tell you. Yeah, what. he is. Dude yeah. Speaking about Satan, not well, I guess this wasn't him, but just bad news report. My car broke down on the highway today and I was there for like an Man. hour and a half 'cause I have no data on my phone. Ugh. Like it just ran out. And so it was awful. But Man. you know, I play Christian music, and God told me, "Hey, man, this ain't gonna bring you down." And I was like, "You know what? It's not God,
1: You're awesome. <laughs> man." So awesome. Satan
0: tried, you know, but hey, God mm-hmm. was like, "No, we're gonna jam to this moment."
1: Good deal, man. You just had to yeah. have a time of worship. God just wanted, to oh, you, yeah. you know, stop I love and, and worship, worship
0: music. I've been listening to the music. The song tremble, tremble, mm-hmm. tremble. I don't know, it's so good.
1: I hadn't heard that. Who's it by?
0: I'll just send it to you because shoot, I don't even know.
1: <laughs> okay, all right, well, good deal. Well, <laughs> right, that, so. that's it. Yeah, you
0: want to lead us out in prayer?
1: Um, yeah, yeah, sure thing. got to take my hat off real quick.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Dear God, thank you for today. Thank you for CODIS. Thank you for keeping him safe in his travels today. Thank you for showing him the opportunity uh, to worship you. Um, I know a lot of times, specifically in my life, God, I'm sure you put me in opportunities like that, and I just refuse to acknowledge it. Um, <laughs> so, so God, thank you for showing him that uh, that opportunity to worship you. And, God, I pray for more opportunities like that. Um, and both of our lives to not only worship you, but of course, God, also grow your kingdom or just really to do your will. So help us (laughs) because we need it, God, to to (laughs) glorify you in all that we do. Um, it's really easy to think selfishly rather than, um, righteously in, in our lives. And so I think, uh, God, it'd be greatly appreciated if you can help us to glorify you as best you can, you know, without you playing favoritism at all. Um, But uh, or you can play favoritism. God, that's fine by me. (laughs) Um, Just just let us be your favorites. Um, So uh, outside of Jesus, of course, because I guess your real son, you know, you have to have a favorite there. But anyways, God, just because I'm goofing off at this point, thank you again for all the blessings that you've given us. Um, Thank you for blessing me with my wife, my dogs uh, and blessing me uh, in every other materialistic fashion. but God, I, I know that this can just as quick as it came, it can all leave. And I'm completely okay with that as long as it's your will. Um, so, God, continue to guide us, guard us, protect us. And with all that being said, in Jesus' name, amen.
0: All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you guys have a great day. hope God blesses every one of you. With that being said, you want to say it? Not take it away. Godspeed.